Hi, everyone. Just a reminder that this show is not legal advice, trading advice, financial advice, or personal advice. Enjoy the show, and thank you very much. Ho, ho, ho. This is Matthew Aaron with Crypto 101, and happy holidays to everyone. Right about now, you're pulling into the driveway of your loved one's house, taking the pie or side dish out of the back seats, and about to walk into the front door. You're going to eat turkey, ham, some sides, open presents, maybe sing a song or two, drink a little drink, some eggnog some beers, some kind of fancy cider concoction that your grandma made. And inevitably, you're going to start talking and telling your family about Bitcoin and blockchain. So we made this episode just to help you out. Talk to your family about cryptocurrencies. This is the seven step guide to getting into cryptocurrency. So after you convince them and you tell them about the revolution the evolution and all of the good things that Bitcoin is going to do, they're going to say, now what? And you're going to say, Crypto 101, seven-step guide to getting into cryptocurrency. And I want to thank Danny from Decryptionary.com for coming on the show and helping me with this episode. His links are in the description. Links for references that we mentioned in this podcast are in the description. But first, before we get to the episode, Crypto101podcast.com. That's Crypto101podcast.com. You can find us there. Find our email or contacts. Please send us an email and say what's up. All comments or suggestions are welcome. You can go to our iTunes and subscribe to us from Crypto101podcast.com. Please go to iTunes and leave us a rating and a comment. It helps us a lot by staying on top of the pack so people can find this podcast. Also, you can find our Patreon page. I want to thank the Patreons that are supporting the show right now. They are supporting the website, the hosting services, and other things so we can make this show. And for the other half a million listeners every month that are listening to this show, the Patreons that are on there right now are doing the heavy work. They're doing the heavy lifting. So please, tis the season. Come to Crypto 101. Come to our Patreon page and donate to help support Crypto 101 and help us make these podcasts enjoy the seven step guide to cryptocurrency with danny from decryptionary.com Yo, Danny, how you doing, man? Thank you for coming on Crypto 101 and doing this seven-step beginner's guide to getting started with cryptocurrency with me. Thanks, Matthew. Thank you very much for having me. Danny. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Danny, man. Do us a favor, man. Introduce yourself. Wrap out to the people. Yeah, you got it. You got it. My name is Danny Solom, and I'm the founder of a project I call Decryptionary.com. Decryptionary is the simplest crypto and blockchain dictionary. It started with a dictionary and... Now I've got um, four free tutorials 
Um, it's got over 200 entries in the dictionary, all written in super simple English, something that you could give to your sister or your mother and they'd understand what Bitcoin and what crypto is. And my tutorials, they're just something to help beginners get started. You're like really yeah, crypto the, 101 then. Super crypto 101, which is one why I heard about you. I was like, man, I got to talk to this Matthew dude. Um, it's it's it. You know what I like about your stuff too is none of it is investment advice and it's all free and that's definitely the route I'm trying to take. Right on, man. I mean, anyway, we're, we're excited to talk about this and educate people. And I thought this was going to be the best opportunity to give everybody a crypto a crypto present for cryptus. A crypto present for cryptus. What the hell am I trying to say? <laughs> for Christmas. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much. So I thought this was a great opportunity to give everybody a crypto present for Christmas. And give everybody a seven-step beginner's guide. If you're sitting there with mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, around the fire, the Yule Hog, singing Christmas carols, mistletoes, and eggnog, put on this podcast and get them into crypto. And how are we going to do this? By talking about step one, sir. Yes, step one. That is understanding cryptocurrency. So if we were to just break up the word cryptocurrency, crypto is short for cryptography. And that's computer technology for securing and hiding information. And currency just means money currently in use. So you put that together, cryptocurrency is electronic money created with technology controlling its creation, protecting transactions while hiding the identities of its users. As, as far as an advantage, instead of trusting a bank with your money, users send money directly to each other while simultaneously recording their transactions. With so many records being maintained, transactions become efficient, permanent, secure, and transparent. Hopefully that made sense to you. Basically what this is doing why do people like cryptocurrency so much? Why do people like the blockchain so much? We're not going to get into that. Please check out Danny's site or Crypto101podcast.com. We can go into more details. But what we're trying to do is take the power back of finances and make it between us without the governments, without the banks, without massive fees or regulation controlling how you spend your money. If I want to send money to Danny, I'm in Taiwan. Danny's in New York City. I send him some money. There's no bank to tell me you can't send or you can't send money overseas. And Danny's not going to get taxed by receiving some money. No, I'm paying Danny money with my money. And this is why we like cryptocurrency. It's liberty to control your funds. Nicely put. Step two, how to buy your first cryptocurrency. Now, to buy your first cryptocurrency, there's a couple places to do that. The first place, the most logical place, if you just want to buy cryptocurrency, is just to ask your friend. If they have some crypto, it's kind of like if they have 20 bucks or 100 bucks in their pocket and they say, hey, can I have 100 bucks? I'll trade you for some gold. You give them some gold, they give you 100 bucks. Same thing. If you have your brother, your sister, your somebody that's more, more savvy or already into the tech, already buying and selling Bitcoin or cryptocurrency, just ask them, hey, can I buy some Bitcoin from you? How much do you want? 100 bucks. Give them 100 bucks. They'll send you some Bitcoin and they'll help you set that up. It's the easiest, surefire way to do this. If you want to do it yourself, in which we recommend, first, before you buy your cryptocurrency, understand the technology, understand what we're trying to do. We're trying to take the power to the people. Just don't go buy Bitcoins because you're going to buy a Lambo on the moon or a Ferrari on Mars. You want to understand why we're doing this and why this is a movement. But then once you understand that, go set up a Coinbase account. 
Coinbase has an app you can download on your iOS or Android device. You can go to coinbase.com on your computer from your favorite browser, Safari. What's the other one? Google? I don't even know what it's called. Chrome. Chrome. Firefox. That's what it is. And just log in. Create an account. Now, it, it's a little frustrating, to be honest. If you're in the United States, Coinbase is a gem. It links to your bank account if you have ACH, Automated Clearinghouse. You can sign up with your credit card, your debit card, or you can wire money straight to your Coinbase account. It's a little bit of a process to set up because they want to make sure that it's secure for you. But go through the process and take the power of controlling your own Bitcoins. If you are in Europe, if you are not in the United States, Coinbase is probably not the best place for you. What you want to do is you want to find another exchange that works best with your like SEPA accounts or is easier to exchange with your Canadian, UK, Aussie banks. And that could be Kraken, CoinMama, or Bitpanda. Bitpanda. I never heard of Bitpanda. Yeah, they're uh, another European-based exchange. Great for people who want to get started with credit cards. So just a quick summary of those steps. First, understand what Bitcoin and cryptocurrency is. Step two, let's get you some Bitcoin. Let's either buy it from a friend, sign up to Coinbase or one of these other platforms that work best with your banks in your home country. Step three, Danny? Step three is securing your crypto. Step one is keep your information secure. Don't go shouting all across Facebook or Twitter or, or you know, if you're still on MySpace, then don't go shouting there either. <laughs> um, one of the more recent types of attacks is hackers moving your phone number to their device. So hacking into your email and stealing your phone number, they can get your online identity and your crypto, which would be terrible. And there are many instances of this found online, including stealing from Coinbase. Step two is use a brand new secure email for all of your accounts. I love ProtonMail, and I think they're much more secure than Gmail. They've got a bunch of data on their website. Go check it out. It's a free email account and super secure. Step three is to use strong passwords. I like to use anything 21 characters or more, and I don't include anything personal like family names, birthdays, street address, etc. Step four would be using LastPass to store your complex passwords because there's no way I'm going to remember something 21 characters and up if it has a bunch of symbols and numbers in it. I use LastPass to keep track of it, and they use the same cryptographic security that Bitcoin and other stuff use. They're super hardcore secure. Step five would be using two-factor authentication. Two-factor authentication is commonly found when you sign up for something new and they send you a text message and you need to enter those six digits. There are much more secure ways of using that. Google Authenticator is common, but I like to use Authy. They are much more user-friendly and I research them and I really like what they offer. They're very secure. You can check out my website for more information. Step six is to use a strong premium antivirus software with a good reputation. Don't go looking for something free because you're not going to be able to catch all the bugs. You want to get something up to date. Step seven is to avoid fake websites and emails that pretend to be legit. That's known as phishing, P-H-I-S-H-I-N-G. And phishing websites they make themselves look exactly like something reputable and trustworthy. Like if you're on coinbase.com, they might spell themselves C-O-L-N base.com. So colonbase.com and, and look exactly like Coinbase and they're there only to take your money. So watch out for those. They're also in emails and other things. So access your trusted websites through bookmarks to keep it safe. Step eight is to spread out or decentralize your cryptocurrency. Instead of keeping all of it in one location, which keeping your eggs all in one basket is not ideal with crypto because you're responsible for your own money. No one can get it back for you if you lose it or it gets stolen. And finally, step nine is to tell a trusted family member about your crypto and how to access it. There are a few unfortunate stories of somebody who died 
without telling his family how to get access to his crypto. And with Bitcoin prices being sky high right now, that could be a lot of money. So make sure you store it somewhere safe and tell someone how to get into it who you trust in the case something bad happens to you. Man, those are great stuffs. But with the, when they're listening to this, I want everybody to understand, don't be scared. This is just, honestly, this isn't cryptocurrency practice. You're not going to buy a Bitcoin and get robbed and they're going to take all your money. This is normal standard practices for operating on a digital community these days. If you have a Facebook, if you have an email, if you have a Skype account, you really want to just take the proper precautions so that you are not getting hacked and somebody's running around with your identity. This is good rule of thumb for your digital life. Step four is diversifying your portfolio. What does that mean? If you think of Bitcoin, if you think of cryptocurrency, you think of, oh, it's just Bitcoin. Everything's Bitcoin. Well, in cryptocurrency, there are different applications and different people competing because this is a new market for these use cases. And these use cases could be spend currency, something that you can go to the market and buy bread, to buy coffee, or a store currency, something like gold, where you just hold your savings within it. And these currencies are designed to function this way. Do we know which one's gonna be the currency of the future? The one world global economy, the one world money? No. So to be safe, Think about the tech, start learning about it, and maybe spread out your eggs into different baskets when it comes to the spend currency. Bitcoin is a great gold, yet Litecoin is a great spend currency. Another one that is working like Bitcoin and Litecoin, for example, is like Virium and Viracoin, a store and a spend currency. With that, there's other uses of the blockchain that we didn't mention. You can go into other episodes on this podcast, diversifying your crypto portfolio to learn more about that. But there's other use cases. For example democracy on the blockchain. There's companies coming out so you can vote safely, securely from your phone, from an app, and it cannot be hacked and nobody can fake you. This is an amazing use case. Put some apps on the blockchain too. Apps on the blockchain. We have buying IP rights on the blockchain. We have healthcare on the blockchain. We have all kinds of different applications that are all, all the tech that you see now today in real life and ones that you didn't think of are going to the blockchain. So find some companies that you think are doing a good job, read their white papers, get to know the individuals involved, and maybe instead of putting $1,000 all in Bitcoin, put 500 in Bitcoin, put 100 in Patientory, put 100 in Virium, and put 100 in Vest to be part of the ever-expanding economy that is developing on the blockchain. You know, I guess the only thing I wanted to add is that there are still scams out there. I don't want to scare anyone away from crypto, but there are scams to to watch out for. Use common sense, research, and don't buy coins just because Matthew or I say it or anyone on Reddit says, hey, this is going to go to the moon. Be safe. You're putting your money into this. Be willing to experience anything. Step five, Danny, you want to take it? Yeah. Step five is checking out initial coin offerings. Now, you probably have heard of these ICOs or initial coin offerings, and they're really just a marketing event created by the founders of new cryptocurrencies. In an ICO, the public is allowed to invest in a crypto before it has become publicly tradable, sometimes even before the code or coin is even written. Like I mentioned earlier, there are definitely some scams around here. One of the recent ones that was caught up by the SEC was called Plex Coins, and they promised 13 times profit in less than a month. That's a warning sign. Anything that promises profit in any time period really is 
is something that you need to watch out for. Right. But there are some good ones and I've made some money on, on ICOs. There's a few steps you should take when checking out an ICO. Study their documentation, like Matthew mentioned earlier, a white paper. That's just a technical documentation explaining the philosophy behind the crypto. A couple of them may even have a, a, what's called a light paper, which is their less, talk, less technical documentation. Really easy to read, more images. It, it'll make more sense for <laughs> if you're like me and researching crypto at 4 a.m. Then you need to study their website and just look at their team. Do they look professional? Are the people behind the crypto disclosed? You want to know who you're backing here and then check them out in Reddit because there's a lot of eyes on an ICO, on any given ICO. And when you check out Reddit, you're crowdsourcing your information and don't take it as law, but definitely check out what they have to say. And finally, I like checking out their GitHub. GitHub is is just a resource. In order to find their GitHub, you just Google the name of the ICO, for example, Electronium was one that I recently checked out. So you just Google Electronium GitHub. It'll send you to a .com, which has their company associated with it. And that's just where the developers store all the code for that ICO. And when you look at it, you can see if they're being active. Check out their last updated dates. And if it's recent, and if it seems like they're ongoing, that's definitely a good sign. If there's nothing there, that's a serious red flag. Yeah, man. And another place I'd like to check information about different coins or different projects is Reddit. Reddit has an amazing site where a lot of people are on there just talking about, you know, Litecoin. You can go to our Litecoin and just hear a, most of the time from the developers, people involved with the project, and, you know, really get to learn about these coins, the community. Because in my opinion, the community is one of the top things to look for. If it's a good community, you know they're working hard. For example, Bitcoin community, sorry, you suck. <laughs> my opinion you go to our bitcoin on reddit they're just they're just crazy over there but if you go to something like our vertcoin they're very welcoming and they are trying to create a great community that is save big on your memorial day barbecue all in the kroger app get three pound rolls of juicy 80 percent lean ground beef for 349 a pound with a digital coupon then get select varieties of flavorful powerade body armor super drink or arizona tea for 77 cents each all with your card Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Is in support of this coin. I definitely always, always check out Reddit communities. That's how I discover new coins. If the Reddit community for a coin is all just people saying this is why you should get in, just take a step back and make sure it looks like something legit. Always use common sense when looking at Reddit and don't buy something just because someone says it's going to be hot. I also like to go to their Slack, their Discord, or Telegram and just talk to them directly. A lot of these coins or communities for these currencies or applications on the blockchain have their own communities where you could just reach out directly and have real-time chats with people who are building this project. And sometimes the CEOs and the founders hop on and you can talk to them directly. What is their motivation? Why are they doing this? What are your plans in the future? And you can gauge a person by the way they reply to you and the community that they're building. I've gone on to a Telegram channel. Let's see, it was uh, Stellar Lumens when they were just starting to pump a few weeks ago. And seeing the activity and the developers responding, that was that was really confidence building for me. That was a great exercise in seeing how the developers interact with the team, with the community. 
with that, now we have our Bitcoin. Now we have our security. Now we're reading about things on Reddit. And we diversify and we want to trade. Where are we trading, Danny? You know, cryptos were designed to trade peer to peer. That's Matthew to Danny trading between each other and then to our friends and family. But sometimes that isn't always possible. And sometimes that isn't the easiest or quickest way or the way to make the most buck. So exchanges are where people tend to trade. I like to trade on Bittrex. Um, I trade on Binance. Recently got into Cryptopia because of a suggestion I heard from a friend. There are many different exchanges, some of them with a bad reputation. And again, you want to check out Reddit for that. There's also decentralized exchanges. Now, a decentralized exchange works as, say, your Bitcoin. They're not like on a server in Silicon Valley somewhere. They are dispersed through everybody who is operating the system. For example, BitShares. One that's coming out next year, second quarter, OAX, another decentralized exchange that I'm a big fan of in their project. So, but what about trading? Step six, trading crypto. We have one advice, hold, hodl, hodl, however you want to pronounce it. <laughs> Don't trade. You're not smarter than the system. You're, you, you can't time the market. You're always going to be pissed off. Go to 14 Stages of Emotions, Crypto 101 podcast, and learn about the different emotions you're going to go through while you're trading. But in my humble opinion, you can go on these, these sites, like Danny just said, Bittrex, Kraken, Binance, Cryptopia, buy your cryptocurrency, yeah. and in my opinion, hold. Definitely. Um, I made some good money holding, but uh, there's also the point where you do need to pull your money out, right? Like recently, I pulled out my initial investment of a couple thousand dollars. And <laughs> I told you this story before, but if, if I would have held it for another week and a half, it would have more than doubled. I think it would have tripled in value. So that was kind of sad, but on the other hand, I feel more comfortable knowing that my initial investment is out and I've got a still a pretty large for, portfolio, five digits, right, over $10,000. I'm happy holding because I think that there's going to be a lot of movement happening in 2018. I think we're going to see a lot of coins rising in value because this stuff is really only just at the beginning. We're only starting to get popular just now. I, I agree. And I think that everybody has a, a story where they could have stayed... The thing about, and this is a this is a pro tip. We're not pro traders or whatever. This is an investment advice disclaimer. We always have to put that in there. But pro tip, you always can have bought lower. You always could have sold higher. Find what's comfortable for you. If you set yourself a goal, and I'm going to tell you my quantum story. I bought quantum, Q-T-U-M, at $11. And I said I was going to sell at 20 I sold it at 21. I made double to my initial investment. So we're doing good. Quantum in 36 hours later went to $79. Now that's a huge, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm hurt, man. I'm a, I'm a broken man. (laughs) I'm a broken man, but it goes to, it goes without saying you always could have sold higher. You always can buy lower. That person that bought it at 11 and it went down to 9 thinks that they bought high. The person who bought it at 11 but just now bought it at 50 are, are, is, is envious of me because I have it at 11. So keep it in perspective. Do what's comfortable for you and don't complain if you make money. <laughs> you always That's can right. make more money. 
but don't complain if you make money. I think at some point you do have to play it safe, right? Because now you've got your money. You've got double the money and it's in your bank account, whereas it could just be sitting up there and it's just on paper. And if that falls the next day, you're going to have just as much, if not more, regret. Right. Exactly, man. This is going to move on to step seven. Step seven is to keep learning. That's the most work-intensive task of crypto. There's so much coming out, about 100 new ICOs in December. Each one has its own market. There's so many different models and technology coming out to, to keep crypto safe. You just need to stay on top of it, stay, stay in Reddit, stay in the communities, and keep learning. Every time I think I get it, I go and talk to someone else and they share something new with me. I mean, Matthew, you've already shared with me some coins and a couple websites and your Facebook group that I just, I've already learned something out of it. Thank you, man. This whole thing Likewise, develops. by the way. Likewise. Well, glad I'm glad to hear it. There, there's just so much developing. Wouldn't you agree? There's so much developing in the crypto space. We're nowhere even close to understanding blockchain. 100%. Where are some places and resources that they can go to to keep up on all this? Yeah, we mentioned Reddit earlier. There's the subreddit, which is Bitcoin, subreddit, cryptocurrency, subreddit, Ethereum. These are just a handful of groups. There, there are dozens. I'm, I'm part of dozens of Reddit groups. CoinMarketCap is a really popular website for crypto fans where you can find what price crypto is trading at and where you can trade them. Telegram, we mentioned earlier, that's a chatting app. Coindesk is a news website. Cointelegraph, another news website. Uh, Smith and Crown, I mentioned them because they have a really helpful quick resource on ICOs. You also shared with me just the other day that... Um, Apogee Crypto. Yes. Yes. I love that. Apogee Crypto, A-P-O-G-E-E Crypto.com. Great website to check real-time prices. They have a lot more resources in there too, and they're expanding. They're going to start adding charts. And uh, I'm actually excited to see. I just I was talking to the guy just before I came in to talk to you, and he was telling me how he's uh, developing all this cool stuff for that site. So I'm looking forward to it. I, I, love, the, I love the user interface too. It's way more pretty than CoinMarketCap. Oh man, CoinMarketCap is like, <laughs> you wouldn't take coin market like, cap home if you were drunk on a friday night yeah it's like it's like myspace <laughs> to facebook coin market cap is just not not there yet no no in summary are seven steps First, understand cryptocurrency. Understand what we're doing here. Understand the market and understand the movement that's being made. A couple of names I want to drop. Nick Zabo, Roger Veer, even though I'm not a fan of him, Charlie Lee, Doug Pike. Google some of these names, see what they're talking about on YouTube, and you can really summarize this space. I love Andreas Antonopoulos. They are, he is he shared so much wisdom with me on his YouTube videos. I, I hope one day I can meet him and just thank him for all the gold nuggets he drops, man. He is the goose that lays the gold, golden egg, right? Or That's the golden right. bitcoins. Well put. Well put. <laughs> uh, step two, how to buy your first crypto. Please go on to Coinbase, Kraken, CoinMama, Bitpanda, or some of these other ones where you can connect your bank or your credit card and withdraw in your country back into your fiat. Step three, securing your crypto, two-factor authentication. Danny gave us a great nine-step program of things to consider in your digital life. Step four, diversifying your coins. If you want to know more about that, there's a Crypto 101 podcast dedicated just for diversifying your crypto portfolio. 
Step five, checking out ICOs or initial coin offerings. There's new projects coming out. Some of them might catch your eye and go, damn, they're going to do that on the blockchain? Learn about them. Step six, trading crypto. Bittrex, Binance, Cryptopia, great exchanges that you can buy some crypto, trade them if you want to play, trade them if you want to lose money, but hold. (laughs) Find yourself an exit and be happy with your gains if you make gains. And if you are bag holding, just wait. Bag holding means that you bought a coin at, say, 20. It's down at 10. You've lost money. Don't panic. Don't lose. Don't don't take your money out. Hold. Wait for 2018. Wait for 2019. Wait for 2020. You're going to get up if you just have patience. With that patience, let me just let you know that during the recession, during the economic downturn of 2008, the Dow was below 10,000. It went low. Everybody said the sky is falling. They're talking about 1920 all over, Depression era. We're going to put stuff on mattresses with dollar bills. The Dow is at over 20,000 today, 24,000. And the economy's great. Just give it some time. And number seven, keep learning. Go to these references that Danny and I mentioned. Go to Crypto101podcast.com. Go to Decryptionary.com. There you go. And you can get more information. You can talk to us directly. You can join our communities and we'll love to help you. And the last question I have for Danny is your opinion about Bitcoin, the space, just your views and the problems of Bitcoin. I was watching on a Grant Cardone YouTube video the other day. He mentioned one of the biggest problems with Bitcoin is not that we're in a bubble, not the increasing cost of transactions or the delay in transactions. It's actually just uncertainty. We're dealing with something that's really brand new to all of us. There's not much we can compare Bitcoin to. That's why we have so much trouble explaining it. So I think one of the best ways we can get people involved and loving Bitcoin is to just help them set up an account, give them their first five, ten dollars. That's what I liked about Coinbase is they they give you, you know, that ten dollar bonus uh, when you help someone set them up. So that's an incentive for you to set up your friends. Get them to put 100 bucks and you get 10 bucks, they get 10 bucks. I think the quickest way to establish confidence and handle the Bitcoin problem is to distribute crypto to people. Even if you don't love Bitcoin, get into something else. You know, I think that's a really good point. I think that people really should, you should really help people. And this is, again, why we basically do this for free and volunteer. I think it's probably about 40 hours of my life every week (laughs) to making and interviewing and making podcasts and editing. And it's because this is the only opportunity in history where we have at our fingertips a technology that can actually change the situations of the middle and lower class. And we have the opportunity and the responsibility to tell people about this. Now, I don't want to be this like tinfoil hat wearing kind of person that thinks like the government's bad and the Fed and and all these things. But you can see the machine working in real time if you follow cryptocurrency. You can see the news swings, how Bitcoin yesterday is a, is a Ponzi scheme and it's falling. And see, we told you we're going to lose your money to it going back up and them saying the next day in the same breath. Bitcoin is the future and it's going to $100,000. You can see the governments and the banks legislating in front of our eyes to make sure that we cannot trade this cryptocurrency between peer-to-peer, between me and Danny, between me and my brother, my best friends, my family, 
because they want to control your funds. Now, this is the ground. This is ground zero of this movement. And if we don't pay attention, we're going to miss it. And we're not going to get this opportunity again unless some other smart genius dude is going to create a new way, 3019, <laughs> a thousand years from now, to do the same thing. So let's not pass this up. Let's not pass up this opportunity. Absolutely. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that. I, I got an email this morning from TechCrunch. I'm subscribed to them. And they were talking about the big dip, the bubble being burst on Bitcoin. And I'm just laughing because the price already rebounded this morning at about the same time I received the email. So, <laughs> you know, it's it's funny to see the fudsters, fear, uncertainty, doubt spreaders yep. sharing all of their garbage and then watching Bitcoin, re, you know, recoil, go right back up. I always try to compare this to news that we don't we don't see these things happen in real time. You know, if the bank makes a policy back in 1980 or 1990 that we're using now, we never see like the development because it was too long of a time. Like when they started to charge to use an ATM machine. Do you remember when they started charging? Now every ATM is like two bucks to withdraw unless it's your home bank, which good luck finding a Chase Bank ATM when you're stumbling around the streets going bar hopping. You're paying five bucks and they're going to rape you for it, right? So, That's right. And we, don't, we never saw that progression. We never saw that. But here in this space, it happens so quick that everybody's scrambling to make these changes to release this new that's news that's clickbait and and you know hyped up and try to keep everybody engaged and it's happening right now so we could just take that what's happening in cryptocurrency and place it into our everyday life into cnn and fox and alex jones Infowars, and see how everybody's just working with our emotions our minds and trying to control what we think and do yeah you know i made a point recently to someone on reddit where the whales, the people who have big amount of crypto, they won't be able to really affect the market that much if we all have certainty in the crypto, the direction it's going, then as they start to dump Bitcoin or any other crypto, we're going to keep holding, and we're, or Litecoin, for example, we're going to keep holding and the price will come back up and we can take advantage of that because exactly. we know where it's going. We know the value. We're not going to be scared by any garbage news. Exactly. Danny... I want to say thank you for coming on and, and helping us create this concise step program for people to get into crypto. And before we go, Danny, you had three songs you wanted to tell us about. Yeah, hopefully they come out all right in this. Uh, Here I Am by Rick Ross. Tongues by Joywave. I saw them in concert. That was pretty cool. And Memories by David Guetta. Because, you know, we got to keep in mind that everything that's happened, let's just keep moving forward. Let's just... Keep chugging along and knowing that crypto is the future. Right on, man. Right on. Thank you, Danny, for coming on. Thanks for having me, Matthew. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. This is Matthew Aaron. And again, like always, Crypto101Podcast.com. Hop on. Say what's up. Don't forget to join our Facebook group, our Instagram, our Twitter. All of the social media buttons are on the website. Our Facebook group is an amazing community. Great people to help you answer questions. Good conversations. Good articles. And no 
to be honest, no assholes there. And the moderators of the group are doing a great job to make sure it stays that way. And we also don't have spam. No affiliate links. No people trying to make you buy things. No signing up for things. It's just a place where you can talk with like-minded people about cryptocurrency. So come on to our Facebook page and you find that link on Crypto101Podcast.com. Thank you very much. And we'll see you in the next episode. I'm Matthew Aaron. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.